Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, this glorious Savior and Lord. He's coming anytime for his people in the clouds. The signs are all around us. And in light of that, he told us to watch therefore and be ready. For you don't know the hour of the coming of the Son of Man. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel proclaiming King Jesus is coming. We need to be ready. And I have such a special teaching today. Oh, you don't want to miss this. This really helps us understand the times in which we live. And the great opportunities we have through Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. Let's pray. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your word. Thank you for your ways. Thank you for your times. Thank you for your plans and purposes. Help us understand today, oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen and amen. You know, um, as we set up, or as I set up what I'm going to be talking about, to you about today think of this we we have spent so much time not knowing the ways of the lord not knowing the way he thinks he says in his word in the book of isaiah my ways are not your ways nor are my thoughts your thoughts saith the lord for as the heavens are above the earth so are my thoughts above your thoughts and my ways above your ways and 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 so uh Wisdom is learning the ways of the Lord. Wisdom is understanding his plans and his purposes. And and so what I'm going to share with you today, though very biblical, is also very foreign to most Christians. What do you mean? Well, I'm going to read to you Romans 9, 27 through 29. This is in the New Testament of the Bible. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, The remnant will be saved for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Gomorrah. Wow. Wow. I am going to share some things with you to unpack this that will, will sound maybe kind of strange, But this is exactly what the Lord is doing today, and shouldn't we want to know that? Shouldn't we want to understand what He's doing? Shouldn't we want to break out of certain paradigms and and customs and traditions of thinking if they're not true or if they need to be expanded to understand more of what the Lord is doing today? What do you mean? Well, when Isaiah, he cries out concerning Israel about their great numbers and that the remnant will be saved. What's he talking about? He's talking about this, that there has been, from the time of the Lord's calling of Israel, there has been a a, a small number that have been saved by grace. Yes, a remnant according to the Lord's grace. That's what he says elsewhere in this chapter, in uh, in the book of Romans, in this book, and also throughout the, the Bible. Okay, so there is a remnant, a small number of the children of Israel 
who will be saved. Yet there's so much more in this passage. What do you mean? Well, there's a time that this speaks of. There's a time that this speaks of. There is a remnant, according to the Lord's choosing, a small number of Jews and Gentiles who have ever been born who will be saved by the grace of the Lord. Yeah? But there's something very unique about this passage in Romans because there is a time attached to it. There is a, a, a distinct other remnant he's talking about. Here's what I mean. Down through time, there's a remnant of Israel that the Lord has chosen that will be saved. But there is a time specifically here where a small number of Israel of Israelis will be saved who are who exist in this time. Yes, because verse 28 shows us that. For he, the Lord, will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. What is this? This is the return of Messiah Jesus. This is the return of the, of, of the Messiah. In Zechariah 12.10, we find at the end of the tribulation, and if you look at Zechariah 12.13 and 14, we see uh, that Jerusalem will be surrounded by the nations of the world. That couldn't have happened 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago. And before, it didn't happen historically, and Israel wasn't a nation again until 1948. But we see that happening now politically and militarily with regard to the Muslim nations. But all of the nations of the world at the end of the tribulation will converge upon Jerusalem to destroy it. Yes? And, and, and we see in Zechariah 13, we see that the children of Israel will be gathered back from the nations of the world, but then two-thirds of Israel will perish in the great tribulation that's coming. You know, the signs are all around us that that day is coming very soon, the great tribulation period that's seven years long. And, and then at the end of that time, King Jesus, his feet will land on the Mount of Olives and it will split in two and he will go and fight those armies who are coming against Jerusalem. Yes, and, and, and we see in Zechariah twelve ten that they, Israel, who has survived that tribulation, the one-third that has come through that tribulation, they will look upon him whom they have pierced, and they will lament and mourn for him as one mourns from, for an only begotten son. They will receive Jesus as Lord. And I submit to you, that is the remnant of that time within the remnant of all of the children of Israel down through the ages who will be saved. It is a remnant within a remnant. And I'll read it again in that context. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. This is the coming of the Lord. This is the coming of the Lord. I was asked at a pastor's conference in Africa, why don't the Jews believe in Jesus? Why are there 6 million Jews in Israel today who don't believe in Jesus and only 20,000 who do? The Israeli believers, 20,000 believers out of 6 million Jews. Well, well you see, there, there's a, a few short answers I'm going to give, and you could talk for a long time about it. And, and in Romans 8, there's even a lot of detail about this. But... For our program today and for our purposes, I'll say this, and this is one of the answers I gave that pastor. The Lord has a plan. 
The Lord has a plan. And in Romans eleven twenty five through 27, he says this, which coincides with the coming of the Lord to save the children of Israel who survived the tribulation. He says, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you become wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And as it is written, all Israel shall be saved. Now, I'm going to stop here for a moment, interrupt this passage and say, does this mean all the Jews who have ever lived will be saved? And there are some who interpret this verse this way. Why? Because they're greatly mistaken. They don't know the scriptures and the prophetic word. What do you mean? Because the verse continues. For the deliverer will come out of Zion and turn ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. What is this? This is the physical bodily return of Jesus Christ to the earth to be the king of Israel, the king of the Jews, the king of the nations, and the king of the universe to rule and reign, sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem. He's the son of David, fulfilling the David covenant. You remember blind Bartimaeus said, O son of David, have mercy on me. Yes. Right? So that's, again, when he comes and he returns, to deliver the Jewish people almost to be extinguished by the Antichrist armies, and the Lord delivers them, and and they receive him as Lord. Yes? And, And so, having said that, I'm about to take a break, and we're gonna then unpack Romans 9, 29, which explains in very exciting terms the once in the history of humanity opportunity we have to partner with the Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. And as we go into this break, I'll go ahead and discuss how we can do that and then why after the break. We have the ministry Blessing Israeli Believers. John McTurnan and I have co-founded this ministry. And this ministry exists to uniquely bless and empower Israeli followers of Messiah Yeshua to be the shining light to Israel and the nations of the world. And this ministry has brought this program to you like we do a couple times a week, at least every week on KKHT and OnePlace.com. And so this ministry exists to partner with, to be an extension of grace of, of the Lord, our cooperation with his grace, according to what we see in his word for this once in the history of humanity time that we're in, which I'll clearly demonstrate after this break. Now, if you'll go to blessingisraelibelievers.com, you can find out more about our way of partnering with the Lord's prophetic word in this time. It's very exciting. It's very fruitful. Don't miss it. We need prayer partners. The Lord can raise them up. Maybe it's you. We need financial partners. The Lord can raise them up. Maybe it's you. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. Get on our monthly newsletter. You can sign up for it at BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com or WatchTherefore.tv. Now, having said that, Romans 9, 29. In 27 and 28, we saw that there would be many of the children of Israel but only few would be saved. And there, there's a remnant within the remnant who will be saved that survived the great tribulation and, and they receive Jesus as Lord when he comes. What does Romans 9.29 do? It answers the question, 
How can the Israelis be brought back from the nations, according to the Lord's word, so lost and so blind, and and the Lord, in justice and in holiness, not judge them for the sin that exists in Israel today? Uh, 40,000 aborted babies every year. Homosexuality, sadly, much of which that was exported from America here in the same way under the marching under the uh, the sign of the Noah Covenant, the holy sign of the Noah Covenant, the rainbow. Uh, much anti-Christ resistance to the Messiah. How can the Lord fulfill his covenant to them? How can he not wipe them off the face of the earth like Sodom and Gomorrah? How can he do this in his holiness and righteousness? And here we see the center, the crux of the blessing Israeli believers uh, message and ministry and our reason for having it. Here's how. And as Isaiah said before, unless Yahweh Sabaot, the Lord of Sabaot, the Lord of the armies of heaven had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Gomorrah. Well, what does this mean? The Lord of the armies of heaven, they execute the armies of heaven and this Lord of the armies of heaven execute justice on heaven's behalf, justice on unrighteousness, justice on wickedness. We see this justice demonstrated as it was poured out on our Messiah Jesus on the cross. The wrath of God for all of our sins poured out on him on the cross. People who think that sin's no big deal, look at the cross. Yes? And and so this justice was also uh, poured out on Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. And and so what the Lord did was he pulled Lot and his family, the, the righteous seed, a small number just Lot, out of of Sodom and Gomorrah that he could pour out the devastating wrath that we saw him him uh, execute on Sodom and Gomorrah. He had to pull them out to do it, right? Well, he's done the opposite with Israel to preserve them until the, the, the fulfillment of the prophetic word, his coming. He would pour out, and he will pour out, great justice on Israel and the nations of the world during the Great Tribulation. Most of Israel and the nations will perish and go to hell without Messiah Yeshua because they've rejected the grace and forgiveness of the Lord. Yes, and a remnant will be saved at the end. But what preserves Israel today is that the Lord is doing the opposite with Israel that he did with Sodom and Gomorrah. Here's what I mean. He took Lot and his family out that he might judge Sodom and Gomorrah. And he is placed in Israel today, instead of taking them out, he is, re- he is inserted intentionally, according to his prophetic word, he has inserted about 20,000 Israeli believers to preserve Israel from being judged like Sodom and Gomorrah. Whoa! That's heavy. As they might have said late in the late 60s, early 70s, man, that's heavy. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? Think of this. And why would I say this is a once in the history of humanity opportunity? Because it's never happened before and it will never happen again. 
It's never happened before that just before the, the physical return of the son of David, Messiah Jesus, to, to sit on his throne, and during the time of, of this bridge between the, uh, the Lord's coming, which was in the future, and, and Israel and the nations, and bringing them into Israel, blind and, and unbelieving in their Messiah, there's this bridge that he's placed there, hallelujah, this bridge of righteousness, which is this seed, this, this little seed of righteousness. Yes, and the Lord in Genesis 3 speaks about the seed of, of the Messiah. And from then he weaves through his prophetic word the seed of the Messiah. Not only is it a small number, but it's a small seed of righteousness and faith that would grow into a place where there would be a man named Jesus Christ living on this earth, a sinless Savior. Yes, he would come from a human being. And he called it in Genesis 3, the seed of the woman. That's funny. The seed comes from the man. But in this case, it didn't because Jesus' father isn't a man. He's God. Hallelujah. And, and, and so down through time, this prophetic word of the seed is fulfilled in Israel through this small number who have the seed of righteousness, faith in Messiah Jesus in them. Right? And the Lord has left Israel a seed, 20,000 out of 6 million Jews who believe in him. And they and their righteousness on this land that is covered with uh, innocent blood of babies and, and, and darkness and sin. Now, it is being preserved by that seed of righteousness. Hallelujah. The righteousness of Messiah Jesus in 20,000 Israeli believers out of 6 million Jewish people who don't believe. This is the Lord's plan. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. When, when rockets are flying into Israel and somehow, and Israelis even see it, it's like some miracle blows them off into the Mediterranean. What, why is that? That's because the Lord has left Israel a seed and they're praying. They're praying for signs and wonders. In Isaiah 8, I believe it is 18, he said, the Lord has left us here for signs and wonders. Yes, yes, Israeli believers here for signs and wonders. And, and, and when you see armies coming against Israel, or now at this point really afraid to come against Israel, the, the IDF is getting very strong, and the Lord is, has just put this deterrent factor. Don't get me wrong, there's, there's plenty of aggression against Israel, and, and, and um, they're reloading all around Israel, all the nations are, and planning to attack Israel, and they will. But right this moment today, Israel's very strong, militarily. Um, why is that? Because there's a seed of righteousness in Messiah Jesus. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Yes. And, and I, the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, and the military being strong here is, is, is a temporary thing. No, the, the armies of the world are going to come against this little nation. Yes. And, and, and uh, after the rapture, when Jew and Gentile go up, to that place where Messiah Jesus is prepared for us, there's going to be 12,000 from each tribe, the book of Revelation says, 144,000 Israeli believers here, preserving the land and people. There will be two witnesses here in Jerusalem, I believe to be Moses and Elijah, and, and there will be a seed here. 
And at the end of the tribulation, Messiah Jesus will come and all of Israel that remains will be saved. Yes. That's why we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. And today, we can partner together to work where the Lord is working through his believing seed in the land of Israel. His believing seed, hallelujah, in the land of Israel. Pray with me, please. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we know that your word says that you spoke to Jerusalem, Lord Jesus, and told them, you will not see my face again until you cry out, uh, Till you cry out, Baruch Abab Hashem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And and so for you to return, there have to be Jews in Jerusalem. The devil knows that he wants to destroy Israel and his followers want to destroy Israel. But Lord, you've left Israel a seed of righteousness so that you who keep Israel will continue keeping Israel and you never slumber nor sleep. Bless your believers here in the land and help us strengthen them in any way you would have us to do so, please, Father. Bless our listeners today with understanding and wisdom with regard to what they've heard because there's not many places in the whole world that this is being said right now, that you're working through this seed, the believers in the land today. Raise up others, Lord, to proclaim and trumpet these things. And raise up from our listeners today those who will partner to get this message all over the world through radio, through television, through, through other kinds of media. Bless this program today and bless all of our listeners too, Father, especially according to your word. I'll bless those who bless you as they bless Israel. And not only blessing Israel, but specifically your seed the Israeli believers. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I, I pray this message has been a great blessing to you. If you have questions or comments, feel free to contact us. You can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. It's our website where John McTurnan and I have co-founded this ministry. You can also go to watchtherefore.tv. Sign up for our monthly newsletter. And we are, with great expectation, looking to take this message to the television airwaves and broadcast it across America. We have a plan to do so. We have a we have programs already recorded. We are working on and negotiating uh, with a national television network. We would ask you to prayerfully consider if you would partner with us in keeping Watch Therefore Radio on the air, but also going to Watch Therefore TV. So there may be people listening who say, I want to get on that. And you're maybe listening and saying, well, I don't have any money. Well, you can pray. We can, you can pray for this, for this effort. But we want to proclaim to the nations of the world, here's what the Lord is doing. Here's what the Lord is doing. Not many people understand this. Uh, here's what the Lord is doing with the believers in Israel. And I want to be part of it. Well, as we, as we close the show out, here's how we like to go. Remember to watch therefore. Because Messiah Jesus, he's coming. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. 
This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Carolan, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Carolan, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.